Welcome to episode 36 of the Whatever I Find Entertaining Podcast. I am your host, Diesel, as usual. The day is December 3rd, and today's athlete is Jerome Bettis. We all know Jerome Bettis. That man don't need no introduction. Greatest athlete. And this was pretty easy. My last few weeks I've been doing this, um, finding the athlete to, for the episode been pretty difficult, but it wasn't too, many, wasn't too much of a challenge. Jerome Bettis is a beast. And 36 was obviously his number. And there just wasn't a lot of great people wanting 36 also. But that's beside the point. Anyway, like I said, it's December 3rd. I am so happy to be back with y'all. I missed Thanksgiving week. I apologize for that. It was, it was a holiday, man. I took a little break. I took a little break. I went out of town, went to visit some family. It was all fantastic. I hope y'all enjoyed y'all Thanksgiving. I hope y'all got to do exactly what y'all wanted to do. Whether that's spend time with family, spend time with a significant other, or spend time alone. It's up to you. I don't judge here. We don't judge here at whatever nation, man. It's whatever you want to do. I just hope you got to do it. But that's all in the past. I am back now, and I am ready to do episode 36 with y'all. Man, I'm glad to be back. Um, today's episode is not going to be jam-packed. Not gonna be. Uh, I'm not, not gonna lie to you. I'm gonna be honest because you know we all about honesty here at the Whatever Nation. We're just gonna. Um, well, before we get into that, I'm jumping the gun. Before we get into what episode 36 is gonna be about, first things first. Wellness check. How y'all doing, man? How how was this week for you? Was everything great, man? Did everything go the way you wanted it to? I hope so. I hope you got everything you needed out of this week and more. Because I love my whatever nation as much as my whatever nation loves me. So, whatever y'all need from me, just let me know. Like I always say, hit me up on my social medias, my TikToks, my Twitters, my Instagrams. It's all Diesel the Great. It shouldn't be that hard to find. And I'm always here for you. Whenever you want to talk, just hit me up and say, hey, I think you should do this. I think you should do that. Or just, you know, good job or bad job. If you want to tell me I suck... That's perfectly fine too. Um, I, whatever you need to do to help you relieve your own stress and make your day better, I'm here for you, man. If I need to be your little pin cushion or your little um, what they call it, uh, you know that thing, you know that little, you know like a little pillow you just need to punch to get some frustration out, I'm here for you, man. That's what I'm here for. I'm here because I care. But besides that, I hope everything was great, man. I hope I hope y'all getting ready for if y'all do celebrate whatever holiday you celebrate this time of month. Um, I hope you. I hope it's going well for you so far. I hope you're getting everything ready and everything's going good for you like usual. Now, moving on. Episode 36. Like I said, it's not going to be a jam-packed episode. This is going to be a really chill, probably a very short episode. Because, because of my missing last week's ep- uh, last week podcast... Uh, I just really wanted to focus on one topic, and I don't know how long I'm gonna go on the topic, so I don't. I didn't want to do any others. If there is anything significant that I came out that came that happened this week that you thought I should have covered in this episode, you know where to hit me up. I'm not gonna go through it again. But uh, without further ado, episode 36, we're just gonna talk about uh, the first three episodes of Hawkeye. They're all all three of them are out. I've seen all three multiple times. Took me a few little notes, and uh, we're just gonna go over that. That's 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 gonna be an episode. So, not a big fan of Hawkeye, or also don't care about my opinion on Hawkeye, or 
you want to watch it but haven't seen it yet, uh, I've, uh, this might not be. You might want to put a pause on this episode or skip this episode altogether, depending on how you feel about the show. Because there will be spoilers for the first three episodes. I repeat, this is your spoiler warning. I'm going to give you before and after the break. This is your spoiler warning. This will be spoilers for the first three episodes of Hawkeye. One, two, three. First three episodes, we're spoiling them. Just so you know. Now, I'm going to take a quick little break. We're going to pay the bills. Then when we come back, we're going to be spoiling. I repeat, spoiling the first three episodes. That's episode one, two, and three. For Marvel's The... I almost said Marvel's The Hawkeye. The Hawkeye? Really, Zo? Sorry. We're going to take a quick little break. And then we're going to talk about Hawkeye. I will be right back. Welcome back to the show, y'all. Welcome to episode 36 of the Whatever I Find Entertaining Podcast. We are back from break. And like I said before break, we are about to spoil episodes one through three of Hawkeye. I hope y'all have seen it. If you haven't seen it by this point, please, please, please put a pause on the show. I'm not going nowhere. Y'all know I'm going to be here forever. I can't die. I'm immortal. So please put a pause on this podcast. Go watch the first three episodes. And then come back and we can chat and have a great time. Or if you don't care about the show, I, normally I wouldn't advise you skip an episode. But I got to be honest with you, this is a Hawkeye heavy episode. This is just Hawkeye. We're just talking about Hawkeye today. So if you don't care about the show, I mean that's, that's all I got for you this episode. I'm sorry. I just... I missed covering it last week, so I wanted to just go in depth and get it out the way this week. And then next week, we'll be on some other shit. We'll talk about episode four, and we'll have a bunch of other topics. But today is just going to be Hawkeye. If that's not your thing, I'm sorry. But I feel like it is. I feel like we're in the same mindset here, and we're on the same page. So I feel like we're going to rock together, and we're going to have an agreement on the, the podcast. So with that being said, Hawkeye. First three episodes in the book done. I will say this. So far, I'm enjoying the show. Uh, first episode, wasn't a huge fan. But, I mean, it's a world-building thing, so it was going to be a little boring. You got to expect that from the first episode. Um, episode two, it really... I, I started to feel it a little bit. I started to feel it a little bit. But episode three, I'm in. You, you got me now. Uh, episode three was mostly a chase. Like, pretty much most of the episode was a chase. And it was a, it was a pretty dope. It was shot well. It was it was a pretty great it was it was pretty great but I'm jumping ahead let's start with let's look break down the episodes episode let's break down the thing episode by episode episode one uh I one one of the things it did was uh, how do I put it one of my favorite things about the Marvel universe the MCU anyway the MCU is seeing these grand events that we see. Through the hero's eyes, getting to see them through regular people's eyes. Because let's face it, if we were, if the MCU was real and that shit really happened, we wouldn't be the ones on top of the big building seeing the shit from below. We'd be in houses that are getting destroyed by an invasion of aliens, and the shit would be terrifying. I mean, we just keep it real, real with ourselves. So, um, how I put it? Uh, yeah, there was an opening scene. Well, not the opening scene, but pretty close to the opening scene where uh, you could see Kate as a little girl. And she's living in New York during the first Avengers movie, which is the Battle of New York. Uh, 
Well, Loki's fight. Whatever you want to call it, man. Loki's invasion, battle in New York, Avengers 1. Whatever you want to call it. She's living in New York, and she's like smack dab in where the shit is happening. So you get to see a point of view of a little kid in this attack shit. And it was, it, it was shot so well. It was so well done. Even though I... Um, I don't know if I'm in love with Kate as a character so far, but no, that's that, we'll talk about that later. Anyway, this, it was shot where it shows um, like one of Hawkeye's most famous scenes when he jumps off a roof and shoots backwards. I mean, shoots up, shoots upward. He's falling, and he shoots up, and he like grapples and does a swing thing. You know that famous. It's one of his biggest moments. And, uh, they show that, and Kate can see that when she was a child. So. Uh, you know, you see, you can directly see what inspired her to become a, a what is Haw what is Hawkeye? What is it called? A, fuck, what is it? A, ar Archer. Is it called an Archer? The people who use bows and arrows, they're called Archers? I don't remember. Anyway. Um, yeah, so you get to see that scene. Uh, her building gets destroyed. Her father seemingly dies in the wreckage. I say seemingly, and if you could see me, you would see me doing quotes. Uh, because I don't know. I'm a firm believer. If you've watched as much TV as I've seen, I'm a firm believer. If you don't see him die, they're not dead. And he just, like, once his, she's alone when the building gets attacked, and she's, like, running through the house looking for her parents. And for some reason, her parents are deaf as fuck because they can't hear her screaming at the top of her lungs. Mom, Dad! They don't hear shit. But then eventually her mom's like, we got to get out of here. And it's like, what the fuck was y'all at this whole time? I think they was all fucking. They ain't my business. I don't judge people. Anyway, uh, you get to see what inspires her to become an archer. Or you get to see her get just inspired by Hawkeye in general. Uh, oh, there's a weird scene at the beginning. They're at a fuck. They're at her dad's funeral. And... Her mom's like, uh, you know, uh, well, the Kate's like, keep in mind, this is Kitty Kate. This is like six Kitty Kate, Kitty, 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 Kitty Kitty Cat. Um, she's, I don't know, like six, maybe eight years old. I don't fucking know how old she is. And um, she's like, uh, you know, how? what happened is the bad guys come back and basically her mom's doing what a parent does, trying to go solo. And bad guys ain't going to come back. Heroes will save us, yada, 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 yada. But then... Uh, her mom says to her, look, I, I got you. Whatever you need, I'm here for you. And she has a, like, I don't know. It kind of, it's, the, the dialogue kind of sounded shoehorned to me. Meaning, like, it was kind of forced. Because it was like, the kid, keep in mind, she's like six to eight years. Like, she's like so young, bro. So young. But um, she, she, she's like, she tells her mom, it's like, I have to protect us now. Like, that's a weird thing for a kid to say. I get you lost your dad, so you feel like you need to, you know, protect your mom. That's a weird thing. Like, that just doesn't seem like the right reaction a kid would have at the time like this. A kid, you know, like, a kid in this universe would be like, oh, man, I hope them heroes are all, they stay here. We need the heroes. Where are the Avengers at? You'd think that would be her response, but saying, I need to protect us now is, to me, just seemed like a weird line of dialogue for a kid to have. But then, um... Her mom's like, you know, it's my job to protect you. I got you. Whatever you need, I'm going to take care of you. Just tell me what you need. And then she has another weird line of dialogue. But it's like, once again, it feels shoehorned. It feels forced. She's like, I need a bow and arrow. And I'm like, that's what a kid would say at this time? Like, I get that she saw Hawkeye. And she's like, man, he looks really cool doing that shit. But what you got out of Hawkeye being cool was, damn, I need to learn how to use a bow and arrow. 
I don't think that's what a kid would be asking. A kid would be asking for like a sword or give me a big ass gun or like I want a suit like Iron Man or something like that. Like a bow and arrow though. But whatever. She had to get interested in it somehow. I don't really know how she gains interest in it in the comic books. There is this show is based on a specific comic book, and that's where they get their art style from in the show, which is like a Hawkeye story, a solo Hawkeye story. And it's about him and Kate. Which I'm supposed to I was supposed to have read before the show came out, but you know me, I'm a slacker. I'm nothing if not a slacker offer. So I haven't read it yet. I will though. I will. I will have it read before this show is over. That is a guarantee. Anyway, that just that's her origin story, I guess. That's how you should. The next time you see her, she's like in her tw early twenties and she's already good at like martial arts and hand to hand and using a bow and shit. Um and there is this, there's another scene, like it's the very next scene too. Uh, she she uses her bow to shoot a bell, and then like the bell rings, but then the bell ends up like breaking and destroying the clock tower, and it was obviously on accident because she was trying to do something cool. I don't get it. It was something about a bet, and she lost a bet, so she had to do this. I don't get what she was trying to accomplish, but whatever. But what was funny to me is like the guard instant because she was on a rooftop, and the guard instantly gets to the rooftop and he's like, "Hey, what are you doing?" And I'm like. How did Gardner know she was up there? Because it shows her climbing the outside of the building to get up there. So she didn't like sneak in the building and nobody traced her steps. She climbed from the outside of the building up to the rooftop. So it, it was like, I don't know, like three. It wasn't like super high. It was like maybe three stories tall or something. Like it wasn't a super tall building. But uh, yeah, I wonder how the guard got there. It was so weird that he just appeared right there in that spot. Like somebody tracked the arrow to her. It wasn't like a sniper bullet or something. Man, who's it? Um... Uh, interesting note, I did not know that uh, Kate Bishop was rich. Her parents loaded. Her uh, her dad, I don't know what her dad did, but her mom like ran a security firm or runs a security firm. Uh, I, I think it said what her dad did, but I don't remember. Uh, she later on says that her dad was brave and he his whole life involved with helping people. But yeah, she was like super fucking loaded. Like, goddamn, she was stupid fucking rich. Um... But that, that was her intro. It was weird that there was a giant intro that really didn't involve Hawkeye himself. But eventually you go to Hawkeye and he's at a he's at a play with his kids, like in a theater. And it's like a Captain America play, and it's like the funniest fucking shit I ever seen. Like it's like a cheesy Broadway play. But it's from what I could tell, they were telling the story of um uh the the Battle of New York again. And so it, I don't know, bro. It was it, it was exactly what you would think a cheesy Broadway play would look like. But for some reason, Ant Man was there, and even Hawkeye points out he was his daughter was like, "Dad, are you paying attention?" And he was like, "I don't need to pay attention. I was there. Like, I don't. I know what happens already." He was like, "I was there," but that guy wasn't. And he points at one of the actors being dressed like Hawkeye. I mean, being dressed like Ant Man. And it's like, yeah, why the fuck was Ant Man there? Like this. It's um the play was called Rogers, so it's a I guess it's a Captain America play, so it's all about his life. He didn't meet Ant Man until Civil War, so why the fuck would Ant Man be in a play that had to do with the Battle of New York? That didn't make any sense. That didn't make any goddamn sense. But anyway, yeah, so they show that whole play thing. They show how he hated it. There's this really um weird scene about this guy in the bathroom who wanted an autograph from Hawkeye because you. Don't forget, like, Hawkeye's super famous at this point. Like, 
the all the Avengers are famous. The ones that are like, you know, what was funny? I thought about, and I just thought about this now, is that there's a play based on Steve Rogers or based on the Avengers or whatever, and the only actual Avengers that were there for the Battle of New York that could even watch this play is Hawkeye. Maybe Rogers if he's still alive, but they're playing fast and loose with whether or not Steve Rogers is still alive. I believe he is. There's no in hell he died off screen. You not I think a million dollars couldn't sell me on that shit. He's still I don't know where what condition he's in, but he's still alive for damn sure. I can't believe there was nothing in um uh the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Uh, like they hinted at it a lot of times, but I can't believe he didn't pop up at all. That's such bullshit. I, he's still out of me, bro. But besides that, uh, at this point, Thor's somewhere in outer space. Um, Black Widow's dead. Iron Man's dead. Captain America's MIA. Uh, the Hulk. The Hulk can't be the Hulk anymore. I mean, I guess he's like some weird. He's, he's still stuck in his fused form where he's as smart as Bruce Banner, but as strong as the Hulk. So that's... Yeah, I don't know. That's weird. That just popped in my head randomly. I don't know why. But after the play thing, you go back to Kate, and she's uh, she met with her mom. Apparently, her mom... Uh, apparently, that bell she destroyed was at a school she goes to, I think. So, like, the dean the dean talked to her mom, and her mom's like, yeah, I talked to the dean, and he said, you destroyed the tower, and blah, blah, blah. She was getting in trouble for the tower. She was getting fussed at. She was getting rich people fussed at. Uh, well, she was getting in rich people trouble, I'll say. Which isn't any real trouble at all. Um, but her mom does say a really awesome quote that I really, 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 really like. It really stuck out to me. But her mom's like, young people and rich people both think they're invincible. And she said, you've been both your whole life. So I know you think you're invincible. But you're not. You can get hurt. So quit looking for danger. And I said, wow, that was, that was a really good quote. Marvel be dropping some gems sometimes in their in they shits, bro. That was a really good quote. Because young people and rich people both think they're invincible. And a lot of times they are. But when you young and rich, that's a whole different breed, bro. I ain't going to fake it to you. Um, after this, like right after this scene, like it's the same scene. But right after she says this quote, this guy walks in who we don't know at this point. But the guy's her, uh, her mom's, Kate's mom's fiance. And he introduces a weird character. Well, I like to call the weird character. There's him. Then there's another old guy that they meet later on in the episode. They're just really weird, and I don't like them. And not because they're bad. They're obviously bad guys. But they're just weird, bro. Like, I don't know. It's something about the, the, the stepdad and the older guy. I, he's, he turns out to be the stepdad's uncle. So they're both really fucking weird, bro. And I don't like either one of them. Um, the spoiler alert, the, old, the uncle doesn't even live long so whatever um so the next scene so um the mom's on her way to a while she's yelling at kate she's on her way to a party it's a big fancy party she invites kate to come along with her that's her punishment for destroying the clock tower you get to go to a fancy party rich people shit um and in the party she ends up finding out about the, some 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 tricky some sneaky stuff happens she ends up following somebody she ends up at a uh, underground auction and at the underground auction, they're, they're selling Ronan's sword, uh, you know, from uh, Hawkeye's days as Ronan during the Infinity War when he was trying to kill all bad people because of the snap. 
Um, they were selling. What, they, what was funny about this scene to me, which it wasn't a funny scene, but it was hilarious to me. Um, the stepdad and the uncle were arguing. They were both bidding on a sword because it was an auction, and that was funny. But then right after the, I think the stepdad ended up getting the sword. I think, and then the very next item up for bid was Ronan's suit, and I thought to myself, why the fuck would you sell the suit and the sword separately? Why wouldn't you sell them together? Like, what if I spent all my money on a sword? Now I got the sword and no suit? That's hella dumb. Why wouldn't you sell those things together? That's bullshit. That should be a set. It's a sword and a suit. Like, we got this sword for sale, but like, that'd be like, that'd be like you selling, uh, I don't know a lot about shoes, but you selling Jordan shoes from the flu game, right? And they go up for auction, and you auction them off and make a shit ton of money. And then right after that, you go, oh, and here's also the jersey he wore. Man, I just spent all my money on the fucking shoes. You don't think I want the jersey, you bitch ass nigga? Like, that was hella dumb. I don't know. I don't know why that got me so excited. I don't know why. I don't know why it pissed me off so much that they sold them shit separately. But it was annoying. But moving on, uh, a loud explosion happens in the auction house. Some people break in. Um, Kate doesn't want to get. She's been eavesdropping this whole time, and she doesn't want to get caught down there. So she sneaks over there and grabs Ronnie's suit, puts it on. Here's why I'm pissed off. Here's why I'm pissed off. She puts on that suit. That was Ronan's suit. Ronan is Hawkeye. Hawkeye is a full grown man. This is an early 20s female. How would this possibly fit? How? It would be so baggy on her. And keep in mind that Hawkeye is a, a full grown man, but Hawkeye's also in good shape. He ain't no skinny, scrawny little dude. He ain't in good shape. How the fuck was she? She puts the suit on and it fits her. I think the hood was a little big on her, but the rest of it fit. I'm like, that shit was so stupid, bro. It was so dumb. It's like, yeah, I couldn't figure out no other way to do that, bro. Yeah, I couldn't figure out no other way to make that work. Like, come on now, y'all just y'all not even trying. There's no way that suit you fit. It should be because, and then after she puts the suit on, she starts beating up the guys that broke in, you know, to help out the people who was at the auction because she don't want to see them get hurt. She starts beating them up and she's doing all this acrobatic shit. And I'm like, how these clothes should be hella baggy on her, bro? But whatever, teach down, man. I ain't gonna. It is what it is. It is what it is. Um. So after that. So eventually she gets out of there. The um, the gang that's chasing her is called the Tracksuit Mafia. It's fucking hilarious. And they say bro a lot, which I also think is hilarious. Um, they're chasing her across this thing. Uh, somehow, uh, I don't know, somehow uh, Hawkeye, who's hanging out in New York with his kids, by the way, uh, and his wife's back where they live. I don't know, whatever. Um... He somehow hears about this. He hears about the suit or whatever. I don't really uh, know. Um, I can't really remember. I think she goes back. Oh, okay. I got it. I got it. I, got it. I, had, to, I had to retrace my steps. I had to retrace. She breaks out of the auction house. She goes back home. And then she um, she's like, okay, I got to figure out what's going on here. I want to get to the bottom of this. So she goes to the, the 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 weird uncle guy I was talking about. She goes to his house to like figure out some shit, find some clues or some ask some, you know, get some information. When she gets there, he's dead, dead as a fucking doorknob. And she's like, "Oh shit, that's fucked up." And it appears he's been stabbed with a sword. So somehow the media thinks that Ronan's back because they don't know who Ronan is. Like they're not. 
Ain't nobody like clueless after that. They's like, this nigga used to fuck the crime bosses up. Because apparently at some point, because we only saw Ronan in like some foreign country. Wherever that scene was in the rain where he was having a cool ass sword duel. Wherever he was, uh, he was fighting in the rain. That didn't look like an America. That didn't look like a place in America. That looked like a foreign country. But apparently he came back to America and was fucking up these gangs too. So... They they know we know who Ronan is in America basically, so um, the news gets with a Ronan. Uh, Hawkeye sees that somebody's running around in a Ronan suit, and he's like, he's like, oh shit, I got to deal with this because you know he's still haunted by. I mean, he did some fucked up shit as Ronan, like straight up murdered people. Like, say what you want about what the Avengers do when they save in a day, he just was straight up murdering people. And so uh, he gets there, he tracks her down, he helps her fight, he saves her, realizes it's just some chick, and he's like, oh shit. And then it just goes off. I love how sometimes these episodes just end suddenly. They don't like wind down, they just end. And the music starts playing and the credits start rolling. I really, I really, I really dig that, I really dig that. I mean, I dig the art style and all, but yeah, I really dig all of it all together. But um, yeah, so then the second episode comes on, and it picks up right where this left off. They get out of there. They go back to her place to hide out. Um, she, she, there's a funny, there's a funny little, there's a funny little tidbit in here that's a nod to the MCU as a whole that raises a question I need answered. Um, she, she, they're they're sneaking out of there, and she's like, "Hey, where are we going? Are we going to your safe house? Is it in Avengers Tower?" And he's like, "Nah, Tony sold Avengers Tower like years ago." And it's like, Avengers Tower is where they fought Loki at. In the first one, where the Hulk slams him like a bunch of times back and forth. That was Avengers Tower. He sold that. He was selling that way back in, if you remember correctly, back in the first Spider-Man. Because uh, he was like, yeah, we're moving. Uh, Happy Hogan was like, yeah, we're moving. He's like, moving where? He's like, yeah, he sold Stark Tower. It was Stark Tower, Avengers Tower, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Um... He's like, yeah, we saw that he's moving, I forgot, somewhere uptown or something. I don't know how New York works. But uh, it, by the end of the first Spider-Man, that was the new Avengers Plaza, which um, you see in the rest of the movies after Spider-Man. You see it in, um, what did it say? You see it at the end of Civil War. Uh, you see it when, and the first Ant-Man. Uh Oh, it's the new campus. At the next time you see the Avengers all together, it's where, it's where uh, they were keeping Scarlet Witch prisoned. Uh, they had that argument during. You get what I'm talking about. Um. So yeah, I wonder who bought Stark Tower. Like, who would have the money to buy a Tony Stark property? I wonder. I personally, because it. This happened a while ago, and they keep hinting at it, but they never answer the question. I think it was Reed Richards. I think Reed Richards bought Stark Tower because uh, I think it's Reed. The Fantastic Four are known for having a giant building in um, in New York. It's called the Baxter Building. Uh, you can even go to it in the Spider-Man uh, game, the the, Spire, the the place the PS4 Spider-Man game. You can even go to Baxter Building. So it exists in New York. Um, I'm thinking that's who bought it. I mean, who else has the money, bro? Like, I, I can't think of anybody that could afford Stark Tower. 
But and I, I think that's how they've been laying. I think that's how they're going to introduce the Fantastic Four. I mean, I don't think that's how they're going to introduce it, but I think that's going to be a nod. Because we haven't really seen New York as a whole. They haven't really talked about it for real since then. You always see, when you do see New York, you see small parts of it. But anywho, that's a different story. Okay, so after the Stark Tower thing, um, there was just, I guess in episode two, there was nothing, like, I enjoyed the episode two. I enjoyed it more than the first one. But there were just, like, slick references to stuff that I caught that I was just like, huh, that was pretty funny. There was another one where um, um, Hawkeye and Kate were walking down the street and there was some kids like, oh, there goes a superhero. Mommy, can I talk to him as a superhero? And Hawkeye thought it was him. And one thing I forgot to mention, it was a pretty big deal. And I forgot to mention it, but it's really important in the show. Hawkeye lost his, well, he didn't lose his hearing, but he's losing his hearing. He's going deaf. So for the majority of the show, he has a hearing aid in. I don't know how I neglected to mention that. That's a pretty big deal. But uh, yeah, he has a hearing aid for this show. Um... But anyway, that doesn't have anything to do with this scene. I just, I forgot to mention it, and I don't know how I forgot to mention it. But, yeah, there's some kids, and they're like, there's, there's a hero, Mommy, can I talk to the hero? And Hawkeye thinks they're talking about him, but then they run past him, and they see, like, an, like some, some um, like, imposters on the street dressed as heroes. You know, like, them people you, like, in Vegas who, like, dress up like Transformers and shit, and you can take pictures with them and shit. And it was like... And there was a chick who was dressed like Hawkeye, and... <laughs> And Kate was like, oh, there you go, man. You're looking cool. No, that's not me. That's Katniss Everdeen. And I thought to myself, wait, did y'all just reference the Hunger Games in this show? Like the Hunger Games exist in the MCU? That was, that was such a weird reference. I loved it. But it was such a weird-ass reference. I thought it was funny as hell. But um, after that, uh, there was a scene, right? So, in, uh, in a, I believe it was in the first episode... Keep in mind, I told you that the weird uncle guy, he got killed. Um, the, at the party, Kate overhears the weird uncle dude kind of maybe threatening her mom. He says something like, hey, I got people in high places too. And he storms off and she's like, ah, yeah. Uh, but she, Kate questions her mom about it. She's like, I don't know, man. That dude be tripping. So um, so this whole time, she's she's very eerie. She's very, I don't know, worried, not worried. She's aware, very aware of her, her stepdad because he's being weird. And he's one, of, he's one of them roles where it's like, man, you seem like you're super perfect. You're almost too good to be true. Like you're hiding a deep, dark secret or something. And he's always like, oh, like I said, I don't like the guy. So uh, I'm not surprised that he's a suspect. But um, Kate's like sitting at dinner with all three of them. It's... it's her mom and the, uh, the 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 fiance, and she's just like, which his name's Jack, and early in episode one, her mom she was on the phone with her mom, and her mom was like, Jack's here, could you come over? So she I don't know what Jack's relationship was before they got engaged, but she knew Jack, like they, Jack was like maybe a friend of the family or some shit. That's what I'm thinking because before Kate knew that they was bumping uglies, she knew who Jack was. Anywho's it's um Yeah, she's suspicious, suspicious. That's what I was looking for ever. She's suspicious of Jack. And she's having dinner with him and she's like, um They get into this argument over fencing and then they have a fencing competition and she wins and then she like goes for his face and he 
blocks it and he's like at first he was pretending to be bad at fencing but then he did that move and she's like see i told you he was good at fencing he lying about this and he lying about something else you lying son of a bitch i caught him but her mom's like why are you tripping like you being really mean you tried to stab him in the face that's not cool and she's looking at mom she's like mom are you like you dumb or like you don't this don't seem suspicious to you she's like what do you mean it's like you got threatened by uh i forgot the I forgot the old dude's name. It's like Ardman or something like that. Let's say his name's Armand. She's like, Is, isn't it suspicious that the same night Armand threatens you, he ends up dead? That's not suspicious to you at all? And in my head, I'm thinking, yeah, that is like, why isn't his mom more worried? Like, Armin seemed to be a friend of the family too because when he first bumped into Kate at the party, he's like, oh, you're the little bishop girl. So he seems to be a friend of the family. And even that, after the little threatening scene that Armin had with her mom, where he's like, I got people at high places too. He storms off and she's like, oh, well, see you at Christmas dinner. So it's like there's tension there, but they're obviously more connected than just business partners or something like that. So it's like, yeah, you aren't, you aren't at all in, like you're in our, you, you, you aren't at all on guard by the fact that the person who threatened you ended up dead the same day? That doesn't mean nothing to you. The fact that this guy you're finna marry seems like he's perfect in every way without any flaws. Like, he cooks, he cleans, he's a businessman, he's nice, he appeals to everything you need in a man. He popped up right when you needed him. Like, none of this don't seem suspicious to you at all. And that's what the that's what Kate said to the mom. And I'm like, I'm thinking the same shit. I'm like... Yeah, that should be raising some red flags. It should be setting off some alarms. You should at least be somewhat on guard. Like, you shouldn't be so goddamn casual and also thinking your daughter's losing her fucking mind. Like, you, like, really should be, like, more, more, I don't know. You should be more on guard. But anywho, um, a bunch of stuff happens. Once I said, like I said, I did enjoy this more than the second one. A bunch of stuff happens. Eventually, um, Hawkeye gets the suit and he wants to take it to the, uh, there's tracksuit mafia because he knows that the mafia has beef with Ronan. They don't know that Hawkeye's Ronan, but they've got beef with Ronan and Hawkeye knows that because Hawkeye's Ronan. So he takes his suit back to her. He's trying to clear Kate's name because they think Kate Bishop is Ronan. And they're like, no, bro, she's not Ronan. Y'all need to let that go. She's not Ronan. Uh, I know she's not Ronan because I saw Ronan and he's dead. And they're like, how the fuck you know Ronan dead? Who killed him? It's like, uh, Black Widow killed him. Well, how the fuck you know Black Widow killed him? Because I was there. So now they're building it. He's building this narrative that's kind of weird, but I'm kind of fucking with it, and I think it's going to rise some questions later on. But uh, there's also some narrative about uh, there's a bigger boss at play here. There's some, there's some big guy who's in charge that we aren't seeing. I can't wait to figure out who the fuck that is. Um, I'm pretty sure if you go on YouTube, you'll see a thousand, like, uh, uh uh what the fuck are they called uh conspiracy not conspiracy uh uh theory videos you'll see a, a thousand theory videos i don't have any theories because uh wandavision taught me a long time ago bro you don't know what the fuck marvel doing you got no clue bro don't even try to guess so uh it ends up with uh kate smashing through the window because she's trying to save hawkeye but ends up getting caught herself and that's where the episode's over so episode three picks up Right where that left off. And I want to put out the... Um, episode 3 starts right where 2 left off. And the boss comes out. 
She's not the biggest boss they were talking about. She's just the boss that's there now. She's running this little small outfit. Um, and it turns out she's she um, de um, deaf. She she communicates with sign language. I don't know if that's I don't know if that's a speech thing or a deaf thing. I don't know. Um, but she communicates with sign language. And I thought it's really cool how Marvel's like really pushing like a lot of sign language because Eternals had two characters that communicated through sign language, and now they got Hawkeye's communicating with sign language. He one of his sons does too. Is what his youngest son uses sign language. Which I don't know why, because his son could talk normal. He talked a bunch of times, but he's learned something. And now the the most the 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 first antagonist we have in the show is communicating through sign language. So I think it's pretty cool that Marvel's pushing a sign language agenda. I think I think that's pretty awesome. But um, anyway, they break free. There's an awesome car chase that's just like straight up shot, amazing, looks amazing, really dope. It's um. At this point, Hawkeye, um, he got in a fight with the with the antagonist girl. I don't know her name. Um, with the boss, let's just say the boss. He got in a fight with the boss. The boss knocked out his earpiece, his hearing aid, so now he can't hear shit. So he's like trying to coach Kate while they're in the middle of this car chase, and she's shooting, she's shooting all of his trick arrows, but she don't know his arrows, so she don't know what the fuck they're gonna do. So all kinds of shit is happening. It's funny. It's great action. It's, it's dope. I loved it. There is a part. There's one particular part at the end of the chase where uh, Hawkeye gives her an arrow and he's just like, shoot this in the, he's, he's telling her like, aim at the car, but shoot in the air and make sure the arrow comes down on the car. And she's like, what the fuck is a regular arrow gonna do to a car? So she does it though, cause she's she cold as fuck with the arrows, bro. Like she, she ain't no bitch. Uh, he sh she shoots that motherfucker, it come down, it's going down on the car. And then he pulls out an arrow that says Pim on it. Like Hank Pim. And I'm like, what the fuck did he get a, uh, a fucking a, a pin technology arrow. Real suspicious there, Hawkeye. But he shoots the he shoots his arrow into the other arrow, and that makes that arrow go big as fuck. And then it smashes up and destroys the car. Uh, dope, super dope, 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 super dope, mega dope, extra dope scene. I'm still wondering where the fuck he got a Hank Pym arrow from, but none of my business. Um, the last thing I want to mention with episode three because it was the majority of it was the the, the escape part. Um, there is a part towards the end where it's the um, the main the main antagonist girl, the boss, and then like her, I guess her right hand man who translates for her, because everybody don't know sign language as good as her, of course, but he knows sign language that he could talk, so he translates for her, and they're talking, and she mentions her uncle won't be happy about something, and apparently her uncle is running this, so um, don't know who the fuck her uncle is. I can't wait to find out though. But like I said, I'm gonna read this comic book. So I might I might have some more news because I do plan on getting reading this comic book. Reading the whole cause like I said, it's a one-off. It's a story about Hawkeye and it's got all the elements in this show. So I can't wait to read it. I think it's gonna be dope. But yeah, I can't wait to figure out who Uncle is. Once again, you could probably get on um Twitter or YouTube or something, and there's probably a bunch of theory videos of who the uncle is. Some people are saying this is Kingpin, it's Wilson Fisk. I wouldn't be mad at that, but I think that's where I'm going to go ahead and wrap up the show. Uh, I think I just like I said, I just wanted to go over the first three episodes. I already talked longer than I would than I thought I would about these shows, but I'm happy with the content I got. So, um, yeah, once again, and I'm thoroughly enjoying the show. Can't wait for episode four. When that comes out, we'll be talking about that next week. We'll be back on track next week. I promise you uh, things are looking the way things are looking now. There will be a Christmas week episode. 
It's just that Thursday just fell on a day where I just couldn't get this done. I was traveling. But there should be a Christmas week episode. If there's not, I'll let you know ahead of time. But as far as I'm concerned now, there will be. But anyway, thank y'all for coming through. I love y'all. I appreciate y'all spending y'all time with me. It was a great time as usual. Please, please, if you do enjoy the show and you can leave a rating, please leave a rating or a like or a comment, whatever you can do. If you can't, it's not a big deal. You don't have to. Uh, please go ahead and share if you think somebody, if you know somebody you think might enjoy this. Um, but feel free, as usual, hit me up on my social medias to give me how you feel about the show. I love hearing your feedback. It's a lot of fun to me. Um, I love interacting with y'all. Uh, I appreciate y'all. I love y'all. I'm out of here, y'all. Peace.